This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We're here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon-to-be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. As always, if you like this content or any other of my content, please hit the like button. And if you've yet to do it, run out and tell your friends. Do it yourself. Hit the subscribe button as well. We really, really appreciate it. Now... In Israel, we're coming up on Israeli Independence Day. So what better topic than to speak about financial independence, financial freedom? And I'm going to give you a few easy steps to financial freedom. Some of them were written by David Chang. Um, and uh, some of the tips are good. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about them. I'll give you my own. Um, Financial freedom means different things to different people. For many of us, being financially free means having the money to do with whatever it is that we want to do, right, um, without worrying about our bank account and having the financial stability and peace of mind when it comes to money, okay? Regardless of what your definition is, he says, following these steps will help you on the path towards meeting your financial goals. Number one, understand where your money is going, Okay. That's a good one. That's very, very important. And too often, that's the core. That's the root of financial trouble for people. Starting a budget or a cash flow plan is essential in controlling your spending and saving. The end goal is to assign each dollar of income to an expense or savings. It's much better to tell your money where to go rather than ask where your money is going. Fortunately, there are all kinds of budgeting apps um, and so forth, which can help track your spending, okay? This is another thing I've spoken about a lot, lifestyle creep, okay? Lifestyle inflation. People spend, to, people tend, excuse me, to spend more money as they earn more. To ensure that saving keeps up with income, consider switching dollar amounts to percentages. For example, if you commit to saving 10% of your income, let's say, rather than a specific amount, your savings will rise with your income. But if you say, oh, I'm going to put away $1,000 and now you've got a raise and you're making another $30,000 a year that you're going to spend all that extra income, that's where you get lifestyle creep or lifestyle inflation, right? You're spending a lot more money and your savings aren't keeping up with that. And that can be a big problem, okay? Stay away from the herd. Studies have shown that investors tend to buy high and sell low. The average investor from 2001 to 2020 saw returns of only 2.9%, where over that same time period, the S&P 500 index averaged 7.5%. Again, remember, and this is my own thing, past performance is no indication of future returns. To overcome emotional investing, he says, use a technique called dollar cost averaging. This is an investment strategy in which you invest a certain amount of money weekly, monthly, or quarterly. This reduces the likelihood that hot trends, unexpected market events, or bad news will drive your investment decisions. We can speak about the 
pros and cons of dollar cost averaging another time, but it's certainly not a bad thing uh, for you to do. Okay, next tip is being proactive with your retirement. Getting a complete picture of a retirement plan can be a challenge. If possible, maximize your retirement account contributions, research investment products to make sure that they're right for you. Don't just set and forget. Revisit your financial plan regularly to make sure that you're on track. Okay, tip number five, he says, is expect the unexpected. Have an emergency fund with three to six months of living expenses in the event of an emergency or job interruption. Otherwise, you may have to fall back on credit cards, boo, or suffer the tax consequences of rating retirement accounts. You don't want to sell long-term assets to meet short-term needs. How many months of expenses you should set aside should be based on your employment, your employment longevity, job security, and other sources of income. But we strongly recommend three to six months of an emergency fund. And finally, I think I spoke about this very recently, don't let, don't let past mistakes paralyze you. It can be difficult to take another stab at shaping your finances if there were false starts and stumbles in the past, he writes. Don't dwell on past mistakes or worry about what you should have done. Instead, learn from them. Plan your future based on where you are now and where you want to go. The best time to make smart financial decisions may have been in the past, but the second best time is now. Develop a plan you feel comfortable with and continuously measure your progress. So there you have it. Those are six tips that, is, that, 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 that uh, David wrote about, which I agree with, right? Which will help you celebrate Independence Day with a much better feeling next year, because you hopefully will be on the road to financial freedom and financial independence. You have been tuning in to the Aaron Katzman Show, where we speak about your life, your money, and your investments. If you like this show or any other of my shows, be sure to hit the like button. And then right next to the like button is the subscribe button. So please hit that also and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks so much for tuning in and we're gonna speak to you soon.